Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Great Connect Communicate, the EMG podcast. My name is Michelle Ponto, and I'm the Director of Content Strategy here at EMG. And on today's podcast, I'm talking with Jonathan Graham, the Chair of Sustainable Green Printing Partnership. Jonathan is a sustainability advocate and has more than two decades of experience in B2B marketing with companies such as HB and Heidelberger Druckmaschinen. Welcome to our podcast, Jonathan. Thank you, Michelle. I'm happy to be here with you today. I'm happy that you can join us as well. And I'm really curious about this new partnership that you're involved with. Tell me a little bit about the Sustainable Green Printing Partnership, or SPG as it's called. Well, SGP is the leading sustainability certification for the printing industry. So we are a nonprofit who's actually developed a criteria that companies in the printing industry can follow to make sure that they have the best sustainable practices possible. This is done through an intensive program that that takes about nine months to a year to complete. And at the end, they hire an independent auditor to go in and actually check on their sustainability attributes and programs. And once that's done, they need to renew every two years their certification, as well as every year they have to do a continuous improvement project. So we try to keep it cutting edge. It's an all volunteer organization developed from association, manufacturers and printers, all committed to trying to be more sustainable. That's very stringent that they're doing that. I didn't realize that they were actually having people prove how sustainability are. So how well, are you helping those involved? So I know you're, there's, is it because of the stringent quality control that they're, they're doing that is, is helping to show that these industries are working towards being sustainable? The, the value that we really bring, Michelle, is what we call, let's say, supply chain leadership for sustainability. And the way that we do that is we can actually show metrics. Individual certified facilities can show their metrics, or we can show uh, aggregate metrics for all of our printers because they have to submit monthly things like waste, water usage, energy, chemicals, etc., recycling. So there is a the criteria which is public. You can find it on our website. Definitely gives some parameters and where we really get the value in the SGP certification. It's not really the printing industry. While it is great that we're improving, but it's the fact that the people who are using print, particularly retailers, consumer packaged goods, and other manufacturers, they can really validate that their print shops are as sustainable as possible with really documented metrics. So that's where we really get the value of the uh, sustainability, and also, let's say, that's why it keep, continues to grow, evolve, and drive. Okay. So why is this so important now? What, I'm sure um, printing, I know printing has been an issue for, for many, many years. So why is, why is it so important now for, for companies to, to join partnerships like this? Well, I, I think when we look at the, the world, we definitely, we're, we're faced with big challenges now. So Everyone in our private and our work life, industries, companies, individuals, we all need to be more sustainable. We need to make sure that our planet is better than how we got it 
right? And that's a huge challenge now. So the drive to sustainability is something that we hear all the time everywhere. And the challenge is actually making sure you've got something to back it up. And so what I see is nonprofits like the SGP partnership can actually help drive sustainability forward, not only within their industry, but within the customer base of their industry. So how do we do this? Well, for us, it's about developing standards, criteria, and having people meet those and exceed them over time. So actually, the printing industry, which has a history of, let's say, non-sustainable practices, you can go on the internet and find out a lot about that. We've actually made huge progress since 2008 in terms of the substrates, whether they're fiber or non-fiber based, the chemistry that's used, as well as production, distribution, and end of life. So we've seen the printing industry make a remarkable transformation in terms of environmental advantages, as well as overall sustainable advantages. And Michelle, maybe I should step back a moment and just say, you know, what is our definition of sustainability? And that's very simple, but very important. It's, it's a balance between three things, people, planet, and profit. So it's, it's more than just saying, you know, we recycle or we actually are using paper that's been sourced from a, an environmentally friendly place. It's about making sure your whole business operates in an environmentally friendly way, but also is profitable and provides op economic opportunities for your employees and contributes to the local community. So that's a balancing act that sometimes we don't see with environment. The environment needs to be protected. We've got to abate some of the damage we've done, but at the same time, we need to make sure that companies have the opportunity to continue forward and be successful so they can contribute to a sustainable future. So that's where sustainability comes in. And actually the concept of sustainability needs to sort of be clarified. So it's not just about environment, that's actually 70%, it's very important, but it's also about making sure there's a future for your business. Yeah, sustainability crosses a lot of different areas. And it's not just the SGP that's looking at these areas. There are other organizations that are also out there, such as the Alliance to End Plastic Waste, that are helping a company stand together. Why is it important that, I know you mentioned a little bit about the standards, and I can kind of get that, yes, every company is trying to, to show that they're sustainable, but having standards in place kind of shows how everything people are working together because it, every company comes up with their own sustainability practices. What does it really mean? It's a drop in the bucket here, another drop over there, but these, your organization seems to be able to put it all together and say, look, it, we filled many buckets because we have standards that we're actually measuring, unique standards that we're measuring. With the other organizations, what else can they do to help them? What, for example, the Alliance to End Plastic Waste, a number of our, our clients have joined this in the past. I know it's important for them to help stand together. Why is standing together becoming so important? So Michelle, I think that's actually a great organization to 
talk about for a minute the alliance to end plastic waste because it's an industry-driven solution. Plastic is a critical part of our modern world and technology. We need to learn how to manage it better and who is better to do that than the industry. So while it's great that we have activist uh, groups in our world, we really, every industry, the plastic industry, chemical industries, auto industry, everyone knows and everyone is driving for a more sustainable future. What I like about the Alliance in Plastic Waste is that they're actually looking at their membership, what kinds of solutions are you doing? How can we share this? How can we implement standards across the board? So there's definitely an open dialogue and exchange of ideas that's leading to some really good sustainable practices in the plastic industry. And I would encourage anyone to go to their website and you'll see some of the recent progress that they're making. So banning plastic is actually not an option or we would probably, you couldn't even hear this podcast because, you know, silicon chips, et cetera. So what we need to do is we need to put them into what we call the circular economy, which is where you take raw materials, you develop products, you distribute, you use them, they're finished at the end of the life, and then they go back into the manufacturing or the raw material process, the circular economy concept. And on that, I want to mention one other group, which is the EIT Raw Materials Group here in Europe. And they are a, a concern that's supporting the sustainability of mining and raw materials in Europe. So this is a group of over 400 companies who are saying there is a strong reason that we should continue to mine and source raw materials and raw minerals in Europe over countries that don't follow such stringent health and safety practices or even let's say management of some of these different materials. Electric autos are great. I have one, I'm super happy with it, but the battery definitely has things like cobalt and lithium in it. So where would you rather that be sourced? Here in Europe or in countries that don't have the same kind of laws? And through uh, the EIT ROM, materials group, I found out about Keebler Technologies in Finland, and it's the first integrated lithium hydroxide supplier in Europe with the smallest environmental footprint. I didn't know this until I started getting a little bit more involved with the raw materials consortium, but Finland has one of the largest lithium deposits in the world. And lithium is critical for batteries. So it's critical for our electric autos. Also, it's a chemical or it's a material that you need to be careful with. So lithium hydroxide is something you need to be careful with. Before Keebler Technology starts mining, they are finishing doing a recycling processing plant. So they not only are they gonna be mining, but they already have this built-in end of life come back and be reprocessed. So this is, this is the value of the consortium is that, first of all, we know about them and they're 
proving that sometimes we need to make sure that we listen to some of the industry voices in terms of what's sustainable, because I'm sorry, look it up. I don't wanna go into details, but look up how cobalt's being mined or what's happening with lithium, not only from the employee or the people that are mining, but just the whole handling of it in other mm -hmm. countries. So I think what we have with the associations and nonprofits like SGP is that you really have a focus on making the best choices for an industry. I totally agree. And I think this is where your um, environment, people and profit all comes together. It's yes, they can mine it somewhere else, but is it better for the environment? Is it better for the people who have to do it? It might be more profitable, but the other two criteria has failed. So I, I like that your that putting your your three things together can help figure out a better way for us to do different things. And well, I hope more people follow that Finland example and think about let's create the recycling thing first before we start manufacturing because eventually it's got to go through it. It's got to go through the circle. <laughs> certainly during this podcast, we don't have time really to get into the circular economy concept. But if you don't have a good source for your raw materials, for the basics of your manufacturing or your activity, then you, you actually never have a true circular economy. So even if you recycle and reclaim end of life materials, but if you start with a default of not a very sustainable activity, such as mining in third world countries, you've, it doesn't work. And eventually that catches up with us. So we're trying to make a more sustainable world and a more sustainable future. It takes every part of the, the process. No, that's, that's very true. And a lot of times I think we're so rushing to, to get to market that they figure, oh, well, we'll deal with that later, but it's time to deal with it first before um, thinking of it later. So I know beyond the setting up the criteria and the standards, SGP does other things. They help leverage to get the message across why is this important and how do they do it? The big challenge that we have, and you mentioned it earlier, is as individual companies, it's very hard to sort of share your story. First of all, companies need to sell their products. So they need to communicate while they need to be as sustainable as possible. They need to talk about their product services, benefits, et cetera and engage with customers and prospects. What we do with an, uh, with an NGO like SGP Partnership, the Alliance in Plastic Waste, EIT Raw Materials Consortium, is that we're able to bring up a voice for individual companies that's stronger and more compelling, that also uses a mixture of case studies and, and innovations that are happening throughout. So I think the, the big challenge that we have as a industry-based nonprofit certification body is we must be credible. And so in order to do that, we have to make sure that the facilities that get certified follow best possible practices. So our certification criteria, it's just going through its fourth revision. It's a very comprehensive, but it's also provides a lot of credibility. So before we can really speak, we've got to sort of have a, a foundation for that. And 
sustainability is a very emotional topic and it should be, but what we wanna do is make sure that we talk about the good things that are happening, the innovations, the progress that we're making and what the future looks like for the printing industry and ultimately society as print is you know, consumed by almost everyone in the world on a daily basis. Not only do we need to be credible, but we also need to have a community of credible, like-minded people. And we've got, a com we've got certified facilities, we have associations, we have nonprofits, we have supporting companies like EMG, who is one of our gold patrons, who are also supporting us and helping us share our sustainability story. And we've got TISA Film, as we call them here in Germany, which is a leading adhesive supplier. They're very active in the printing industry, but they also are working across all types of industries and even the consumer market as they're the number one adhesive film that's used in homes here in, in Germany and most of Europe. But for example, in the automotive industry, they've got special adhesive tape that can be used when people are building car automotive bodies I don't know how this goes over to non-English speakers, so I'm going to try to explain <laughs> this, this idea of when you're building a, a car, there's holes in it just from the manufacturing process. Some will be rivets, some will be closures, some will be open. And they've developed adhesive film that will close those openings. That film is 85% lighter than the conventional plugins that were used. Okay, what does this mean? It's just like you said, all these small parts. 85% lighter means cars are lighter. It means you use less energy to move the car, whether it's electric or whether it's petrol-based. This is one of those things where collectively we start working together. How would I know this? it's because they're part of SGP, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I have stories and ideas that I can apply to my day job at TE Connectivity, talking to engineers, just saying, hey, you know, this is interesting what's happening here with this kind of manufacturing process. So there is a richness that comes from these associations and groups that are actually able to synthesize all of this material and come up with not only best practices, but a lot of ideas and a platform to share them. I think that's very important. I, I, I know with a lot of the companies, they're all trying to get their message across, but in, in a lot of cases, it's like preaching to the fire. They're B2B, so you're already talking to a customer who already understands that plastic can do this or printing can do that. It's getting it farther out to, those, to the, the people who don't understand the connection between the environment the people and, and the profit. And I think companies like SGP, because it's not just one company trying to say we're, we're good and we're doing this, this little piece, they're able to connect the greater message to these other people that are beyond the customers. As many of our clients here at EMG, they work for, for industrial companies. How can they be advocates themselves? What do they need to do? So, Michelle, that's a good question, and I think one that is inherent in what we do as marketing leaders. We've been producing corporate sustainability reports, as they call them, CSR, 
and other materials at a corporate level. But for us to really get in there as marketing leaders and, and let's say be advocates for sustainability, I've got three things that I believe we should do. The first one, while very simple, very important, understand the definition of sustainability in your company and your industry. So you need to know what's the working definition of sustainability. From there, discover products and services in your companies that have a sustainability profile and understand what those are. Then the third thing I would say is you need to connect with nonprofits like SGP Partnership, consortiums, supply chain partners, customers, different people who are impacted by your company or have a partnership with your company or industry professionals who can tell you what their sustainability programs like, as well as add value to yours. So this idea of a sustainable supply chain is something that we really, most of us haven't approached as marketeers, but that's a very good way to leverage information and ideas that can actually drive your customers to more sustainable practices. So basically three things, definition of sustainability, what are your sustainable products or services and connecting with people. From there, building programs, talking, being an advisor and consultant to your executive team, it becomes a lot easier. But we need to ground ourselves in some of these basics and also maybe make some connections that haven't been made in the past. And that's actually quite satisfying for us as marketing people that we can actually help drive that sustainable future in our organizations. I think you made some really good points there. It's not just about always communicating outwards and pushing things on social media. It's about gathering communication from other parties as well, internally and from your other partners. Well, Jonathan, our 20 minutes have really flown by. I always love speaking to you because you always bring in these really interesting insights that uh, are so memorable. Great examples. I'm going to definitely be thinking about the Finland example that you talked about where they're thinking about the end first, which is great. And your three points at the end were fantastic. I think they're great takeaways for all of our audience. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I just want to also, once again, thank EMG as a gold patron of SGP. You've been helping promote and distribute our press releases for the last five years and actually really made an impact in the conversations we're having globally with SGP and people interested in being more sustainable. So thank you for that, Michelle. Oh, no problem. I'm glad EMG was able to help. And for those of you listening, to learn more about the Sustainable Green Printing Partnership, visit sgppartnership.org, or you can connect with Jonathan on LinkedIn, and he'll give you more information on that. And don't forget to tune in again for another exciting Create, Connect, Communicate podcast. Until then, have a wonderful day.